Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. David, thank you very much for taking the time. And just fundamentally, what's the, what's the greatest concern with contact tracing? Well, in my mind, it really depends on how it's being done and whether or not it's actually going to be effective. So until this this more recent announcement by Apple and Google related to the whole new way of doing it using Bluetooth low energy, most of the other initiatives related to the sort of location information that your phone generates when you're connected to the telecommunication system which is not particularly accurate. It would be able to tell, tell whether or not you were in a shopping mall, for example, but it wouldn't necessarily be able to tell you whether you were within 10 feet or 3 feet of, of anybody in particular. And so it, it's a really rough estimation. And some critics, including the American Civil Liberties Union, were concerned that, you know, what ultimately this does, it ends up dissipating energy. And if you put a whole lot of effort into something that's not actually going to work, uh, and we'll be tracking individuals through the telco system. That's a problem. But this new initiative from Apple and Google is actually really interesting. And, and it's not them that are proposing to collect any information. They're creating a framework that could be used by public health, which if you voluntarily install it on your phone, and it would be an app from your public health authority, what it does is most smartphones have Bluetooth in them, and they can send out a little chirp and they look for little chirps. And so it would collect anonymized tokens related to the people you've been near, and it would delete them after a set period of time. And if somebody who chirped with you or near you subsequently tests positive, then it can go back and, and it wouldn't identify the person, but it would send a notification to that other person's phone saying you have been in proximity to somebody who tested positive and you should go get tested. And, and one of the things that I really appreciate about this, so I've, I've been practicing privacy for, for 20 years, and I've never heard of a privacy breach, either kind of a, a misuse of information or a leak or anything else, coming from public health authorities. And, and so as a result, I have a fair amount of confidence that, you know, they don't have any ulterior motives. They're not looking for collecting massive databases and holding on to them and using them for secondary purposes. But I often get concerned when it's just kind of capital G government or concerned that in, in the province of Quebec, for example, that the police used location information from a telecommunication service provider to track down an individual who was violating the, uh, a quarantine order. And okay, well, that, that may make a fair amount of sense on a one-off basis, but it's the kind of massive hoovering up of information that, that causes me to significantly pause. And one of the concerns that I've heard expressed about this uh, contact tracing is once in place and deemed to be politically expedient, it might be difficult to convince governments to not uh, broaden the use and even more difficult to convince them to roll it back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's <laughs> you also end up with, with something called function creep where it becomes the new normal. Uh, and certainly everything that I've seen about this particular pandemic tells me that it's going to be around for a while. 
that uh, that and and most uh, epidemics like this end up with two additional waves at least afterwards. And so, but we need to make sure that. Everything is subject to proper scrutiny, proper review, very careful kind of criticism, for example. And, and obviously, civil society groups are, are an important part of that. Uh, but we also need to make sure that if whatever we're doing has a sunset on it, that it's, uh, that it's not going to become the new normal that, that gets used beyond these, uh, these sorts of circumstances. Because I can absolutely imagine, you know, in, in Israel, uh, they started to use the infrastructure that they've set up for national security purposes, for public health purposes. And then that expands, and then I'm sure it goes back, the lessons learned in the new techniques and, and the new technologies go back into the national security context. And, and that's something that, uh, that I don't think would be desirable in Canada. I don't think most, uh, most people would be okay with that. This really is a new world, isn't it? It definitely is, and and you know I'm I'm used to advising clients where uh, on kind of how to balance privacy with other interests, and and privacy with public health is is it's a different equation. We're talking life and death. We're talking uh, about a, a pandemic where the where apparently you can be symptom free for a number of days, but contagious, and so there's a real kind of lag. I know personally, I've I've used location history on my phone. I have an Android phone, and I use Google Maps all the time. I've, for the longest time, I've saved my location history, and, and I've thought, you know, if, God forbid, I were to test positive, I would actually have a record of where I've been. And, uh, for example, there was an announcement that came up today in, in Nova Scotia about uh, if you had been on these particular buses at these particular mm-hmm. times that you might have come into contact with, as they, well, by, by, by me personally saving right. the information, and I have absolute control over it, yeah. um, I can then go to the public health when, when they do their... David, I have, to, I have to jump in, but everything is changing, and we have to maintain a sense of balance and common sense about everything that's going on. And, and I thank you for the time, as always, and uh, as I say to everybody, we'll be back in touch. <laughs> stay safe and stay healthy. Thanks, David. David Fraser. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.